Welcome to Self-Created Podcast with Janelle Simmons and Shanika Pishi, giving you resources and gems to create your best self. From books to recipes, local happenings, culture, and everything else in between. Helping you to learn or unlearn because each and every one of us are creators. Podcast with Taria. That was really fun to do. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, if you haven't yet um, listened to what else is going on with Rhea Faison, and I will um, post the stuff in this podcast, like the information, but finally after what, 12 years of friendship, um, uh, 11, so yeah, 11, 12 years of friendship, um, yeah. Janelle and I were actually able to have a conversation about a Bravo show and it was glorious. She was given the assignment of watching certain shows, um, like certain episodes of Summer House, and then watching the current season. Are you still keeping up with the season? I highly suggest you do. I haven't. Um, that's because okay. I have like other stuff that I kind of are pending, but I am going to start picking that back up because I have been like, whenever I want to watch something on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can watch Summer House because I have at least, because that's the other thing, like real talk, when it comes to like reality TV shows, if you, if it's an established one, then yeah. you don't have a background. So mm-hmm. you watch like the current season, you don't have, you don't understand like any yeah. of the nuances. So that's kind yeah. of the things that hinders me to watch any reality because lo- especially those long standing ones, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I am not watching 11 seasons. So I know why Megan- yeah and Cora don't like each other yeah yeah like when people ask me like where to start with the season I I'm not a good advice I'm like I don't know I've been in this game for too long I watched them all so right right the good the bad and the downright ugly because there's been some ugly um but anyways she was um you're given the task to watch Summer House and um how did you enjoy it (laughs) I did. I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think I was shocked at how much I could watch the show and Mm -hmm. just watch it, not put myself in too many of the positions, but see the characters as as individuals and be like, what the hell is going on? I mean, because ultimately you are judging random strangers. Um, Yeah, but it's fine. You know, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, I did enjoy it. It wasn't too messy to where I'm like, oh, this is like what I call um, cringe adjacent, where it's like, what? Mm-hmm. there's an actual term for it. But when you're like um, secondary embarrassed, I think that's what it is or something like that. Oh, yes. Yes. I get that sometimes. Like when I watch certain shows, um, like reality or not, like I feel so uncomfortable watching it. Like I have to like skip through that scene if I ever watch that show again. Right, right. And I think it's, yeah, secondhand embarrassment. And, you know, there wasn't a lot of that. So it made it a lot easier to watch. Um, and it's it's light enough in the content that you're just not like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they're not trying to perpetrate being like super deep and stuff. So that's the one thing I do appreciate. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I definitely want to continue on with it. I got to figure out if um, it's not, is it, it's Kyle, right? Kyle and Amanda? 
Amanda? Yes, Kyle and Amanda, they're the ones that are getting married. Yeah, I got to see this wedding situation. And I was, <laughs> I was talking to someone about that. I was just like, Ayo, for real, for real. <laughs> How much is going on to the fact that you have a whole contract with your fiance about their behavior and how it can interrupt the wedding and how they would be due so much money for that wedding if it gets canceled. And then two, how much money is in this wedding and how big is her parents' estate? Because it's not a house. They have to live on an estate because they're having the wedding in her backyard. And I'm like, a wedding in a backyard gives me very affordable, but could still be very like, you know, romantic and pretty and things. And when I was seeing some of those like videos, like little cuts and stuff, I'm like, this up a, she grew up on an estate. You got chairs and, 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 and like a whole, what is the thing when you stand in front of it? It's not the pulpit, but when they have the, the, the altar situation, you know what I'm talking about? gazebo not a gazebo but there's another term for it and i can't think of the term but it's no, like when uh when you see it all the I'm time trying to look at her wedding photos let me see um like an arch yeah but there's another name i can't think of the name of it but it's usually some type of like thing and it could be an arch it could be you know a whole wall of flowers it could be like you know, mm. curtains and stuff. It's usually some pretty thing to give you a focal point as a backdrop for the couple and, you know, the whoever is the religious individual conducting the ceremony. I can't think of the actual name, but anyway. And I'm like, yeah, you got that, but it looks like they're getting married on a golf course. And I'm like, is this how parents back yard? Chick, how much money y'all got? Like, backyard I'm thinking at best like a really nice you know you you might have like two three acres or something this looked like a golf course like and the golf course is their backyard I was just like y'all y'all got money money like I knew y'all had money but your money long so anyway I say all that to say that I have to I, I gotta finish so I can see if they make it and what happens and all this other stuff because Amanda was tripping tripping at the summer house mama was tripping tripping and I mean it's not that Kyle did not do these things provoked uh to her but at the same time I'm like y'all got some some issues and these are issues with you all going to therapy Chile Chile so I want to I think that just goes to show too that therapy isn't um I'm trying to hear, trying to look at videos and stuff. Yeah, that's a pretty big backyard. But I'm wondering, like, if it's, yeah, obviously they probably, they definitely do have, like, money, all the, but I'm wondering, because, like, my parents have, like, a big backyard. So they could probably just got in, like, when the real estate was good and they were just giving land away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's, like I said, it's clear they obviously have money. Um, but, um I, I think that just goes to show that you can go to therapy, but you're still going to put in the work for yourself. Like your therapist oh is not going to fix you, you, you know? Ha- you have to do the work. And um, I'm saying that for myself as someone who's been, I think um, I'm having like mini breakdowns each day. <laughs> <laughs> so. The work has to be done. Um, if anything, therapy gives you the tools to be able to manage your emotions 
as you, you know, you do this thing called life. It's not going to solve anything, quote unquote. It really honestly just allows you to be able to manage yourself and, you know, move on. There are going to be moments in time where you probably will have a whole breakdown, but then you'll be like, okay, time to pick myself back up off the floor. Let's get it, get it. Start, start. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm not, but see, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not looking for a therapy to quote unquote fix me. I'm looking for it to help me get the tools and the resources so I can deal with things in life in a better, productive, healthier manner than I have previously. That's it. So, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, woo. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so listen to that episode. Uh, that was really, that was so much fun. Um, all, and then, you know, that's kind of like what we wanted to do. Start, you know, having people guess on our podcast, vice versa. So um, yeah, we'll give it a listen. I've had a couple of people say they listened to it. They enjoyed our perspectives and, you know, continue the conversation in the DM. So that's always something that we enjoy doing as well. You can yeah. DM us personally or DM us at our self-created podcast Instagram page. Um, I was going to say, I was also on a podcast, um, called Venturing Voices, the Venturing Voices podcast with Nell. She is the, um, owner, co-founder of FemX, which is the co-working space that I work out of here in Columbia. And so I'm still working on, you know, like being humble, but not self-deprecating, you know what I mean? So it's like, yes, I'm humbled that she asked me. And I'm appreciative of it. So I'm trying to make sure not do the narrative of like, oh, but why did she ask me? You know what I mean? Um, So, um, you know, if you follow me, you've probably already seen me post it, but it was kind of nice to like listen to myself where I was a few months ago to where I am now. Like this is like four months ago, almost to where I am now. And then, you know, life is just a cycle and there's just like some things that like um, the beginning of this year is just a bunch of bullshit. Um, (laughs) So it was kind of nice to hear what I had goals I had for myself and kind of trying to come back to that. So it was kind of funny because I talked about the podcast on there and I was like, yeah, you know, our goals is like to really push it this year, get out there, you know, um, get some guest co-hosting, you know, podcast switching or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that happened with what else is going on. And then um, Paige was able she came on and loved it and we talked about the Pam and Tommy series on Netflix mm-hmm. we're going to do some stuff this summer um because so, I need to get my pop culture fix because Janelle just you know she's just not reliable um so <laughs> wow so, I, you're just see. not you don't like it you don't like it not it's not that I don't like it I just to, to me I'm like okay and <laughs> exactly exactly well and I got a lot to say so um and then, you know, I also talked about, you know, just like furthering, you know, my businesses, you know, changing up my blog. So just kind of getting the courage to like put myself out there about things. Um, and um, like one of them is like I have a couple of ideas about like um, sex focused posts. Uh-huh. So, you know, kind of putting that out there to like the universe and whatnot. I'm like, oh my God, my son's going to see this one time, one day, or such and such will see this, or whatever. But, you know, kind of it is what it is. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's it. 
<laughs> for that part. <laughs> yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. So um, let's see, personal life, what's going on that you want to share, I should say. Oh, okay. I was wondering, I was like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, oh Lord. <sighs> Sorry. You know how like sometimes you like switch up in your diet and you add certain things and you take certain stuff and your body's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's kind of how I would feel right now. Um, yeah, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I will say that I, I haven't formally announced, but that will happen later on this week. Uh, and shoot. Yeah, um, that I, my business is open. So I have okay. things on the back end administratively and also on the front end. I have the website, I have, you know, posts on my social media, but the professional wedding BFF is officially open for business. So I will be launching and, you know, putting that on my personal gram so people will know as well as on the Facebook. Um, yeah, I'm excited and slightly terrified uh, at the same time. Uh, but it's something that needs to go out because I have been doing the work for it. And um, I'm tired of it being a hobby. It needs to be an actual business and start paying. <laughs> so, um, so speak on it. Like, what is my professional BFF? Basically, we are a wedding concierge for what I call the second in command for weddings. Um, that's usually your maid of honor, your person of honor or mason of honor, or even you know your best man, depending on how much interaction he has with the wedding. Mm -hmm. And we give them the ability to actually enjoy the wedding without having to do all the tedious small tasks of coordinating um, pre and post wedding events for you know the celebrant. So for instance, if you are in charge of the bachelor or the bachelorette party, I can help, um, you can delegate all the tasks to me and I can be able to actually coordinate it and produce it. So all you have to do is just show up and pay the vendors. Um, if you need help with your you know, speech on the day of the wedding, I can help you coach you through that. I can help you write the speech and coach you to present it wonderfully or just write it for you. And then you just you know, go on about your business. Um, wedding showers or bridal showers definitely can help with the coordination and production of that piece um, and all like the the small intimate details that most people don't think about like the thank you letters like the invitations and keeping up with RSVPs and making sure coordinate vendors for like your caterer or if you want to have balloons or if you want to do something special like getting all that information together for you so you can be like yeah your name and then sign the check um, helping you uh, find garments. So be it if you want to wear suits or if you want to wear dresses or if you want to wear a combination of both in this random special color that the bride or celebrant wants, I can do that, you know, that work for you. So then all you have to do is just present it and be like, this is what I found, and, you know, go from there. Um, and the sizes that are appropriate for all the wedding, you know, party members or just yourself if it's just you. Mm -hmm. So it's just the, the work that those individuals have to do. And <laughs> the problem comes into play is like you still have your whole life that you are still living while being in this wedding. 
and a lot of people just don't take that in consideration, especially as you get older. You know, when you're mm-hmm. in your 20s and stuff, you know, you have a job and, you know, you might have some family or, you know, obligations, but more often than not, it's not that deep. But when you're older and you're pushing like, you know, you're in your 30s and you're in your 40s and everything, you're mid-career, you're usually higher. So there's more responsibilities, not to mention your own life. So if you yourself are involved with someone or you have children or family obligations outside of that, you're still expected to show up and be there for the celebrant, be it the bride or the groom or however they, you know, um, acknowledge themselves. And you still have to do that role. So that role plus your real life is a lot. And most people just feel like, nah. So kind of how you can delegate a lot of other tasks in your life. This is one of the ways you can do that. And I just want to say, I love it. About <laughs> damn time. Because we've been, you've been talking about this for like. Yeah, at least three years. Yeah. I was thinking three. Yeah, like years. So I'm glad it's coming to fruition you might see some you know photos done by certain someone else you know just saying yes yes um yeah so that's awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good stuff good stuff thank you thank you so um even though that's more um professional than personal but you know we'll take it for this time i mean yeah i mean that's the biggest thing that has, has like <laughs> cornered my um attention yeah i i have something else i won't go like i'll give you details but we're not getting like into specifics i am dating and that is mm-hmm. going very well um mm-hmm. i think that's what she was trying to suss out of me <laughs> i don't think no I, I was not i was just saying I'm talk about your life i'm messing i'm messing uh. um, but uh <laughs> yes it is going very well and i am enjoying it um I think it's funny too, because we've had conversations back and forth, not about just like, you know, the person, but more about actual dating and what that means and the methods. And we kind of spoke on it a little bit on the mm-hmm. podcast. And then you did that great blog post about it. And now like when, when it goes well, it makes you go, yeah, it was, it was worth it. When it doesn't mm-hmm. go well, you're like, this is crap. And it's just so funny yeah. how the outcome really paints the, the investment or the method yeah. in which you're doing stuff. So I think that's really what's funny. So like one of the things I'm taking away from this is it's not so much like, yes, I'm invested in the outcome because ultimately I do want to find somebody that I can be with and enjoy and vice versa. At the same time, you know, it's a part of the journey. And just like when you're trying to find a job and you have to submit all those applications and go all through those interviews and yada, 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 you know, mm-hmm. it's a part of that journey. You hopefully will end up with a wonderful job and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But you can't get so hyper-focused on that, that it taints the journey. You have to take yeah. it as it is and like go each step, each moment. And so I think that was the other part when we were talking was how much stress I was putting on myself mm-hmm. about the intended outcome, knowing yeah. that the only thing I can really manage or be involved with is the energy and the effort that I was putting into it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I, I can't 
be in charge or what's the word? Um, there's a better phrase for this. Um, make it happen, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I have to put the energy into giving something to happen, you know, but what happens and how it happens, I am in no control, no control. Um, okay, first of all, why is your video not on? Oh, because I, I look a whole mess. <laughs> <laughs> See, hold on. Uh, I'm, I'm taking off. I mean, because I was just going to turn mine off. Shit. Uh, I mean, you can. Um, but I, like I said, I look a... Oh, please. Hardly. Anyways. Aw. Um, so it's so funny that you're talking about like, what you put into it is what you get out. Because so I did drop that blog post. Yeah. Um, about tips from Janelle about, you know, dating using online apps tips that I'm never going to take um, because like I said, I'm going to meet my person like a 90s, 2000 rom-com. I will say <laughs> I am I am on um, Tinder, mm-hmm. but my focus is completely different. I am not looking for anything serious right now. Um, right. I've been becoming reacquainted with my inner self, my inner Shanika. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there you go I cannot think of the freaking word <laughs> and yeah I'm just not really interested in being something serious right now and it's just like time-wise I really just don't have it mm-hmm. um so I was like I'm just going to tinder to see like you know what's out there you know um nothing serious and what you look for is what you get <laughs> and I was like chatting with this one guy it was good you know um so my friend Kate, she helped me write my profile. I was like, am I intimidating or are you intimidated? You know, um, here for the most fun. So come with your BDE. And then I added something in there about like, if you love board games, swipe right. If you're going to be that mad when I beat you, swipe left. Right. So, which I kind of, I like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've had a couple people and then there's like one person I was talking to and we had like a pretty good banter. And then he was talking about how he and his spouse were in the lifestyle. And then I was like, okay, cool. You know, meaning they're swingers. Mm-hmm. So, um, which, well, no, well, swinger. Oh, I think there's a difference between being a swinger and then oh, a really? relationship. You're probably right. You're Not, right. I just say personally, I, Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, I think so because I think there's still like, all right. So we'll we'll have to go we'll, further yeah, into we'll that. Come, we'll come back. We'll table. But anyway, so yeah, he was like me and my spouse were in the lifestyle. And I was like, oh, your spouse. He's like, yeah, we're separated, and you know that didn't bother me because like by the time I separated from my ex, so like mentally I was checked out. So right. anyways, we were just like joking back and forth for like you know like a week or whatever, chatting, and then he came back and was like, so my spouse and I decided that we're gonna try an open relationship instead of just like throwing everything down the drain. Um. And yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm talking about this. I don't care. I don't owe him anything. And nope. um, I was like, <laughs> I was like, and he was like, but you know, if you still want to get together, like do board games or whatever, I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. And I was just like, hmm. I was like, I respect that you guys are trying to um, work things out. That's like, I don't really want to like get involved mm-hmm. in that. And he was like, well, you wouldn't be involved. I respect your decision. I'm like, man, men are so salty. Um, I mean, like, Fair. what word did you want me to choose? You know, like, I just don't want to be a part. 
Okay, exactly. Like, I'm sorry to fix, let me help your ego. Right. So anyways, everybody was like, you know, do not pass go, do not collect $200, dollars, <laughs> danger, danger, Will Robinson. And so I unmatched with him. So that way I wouldn't be tempted, would not even, during I was doing a robot, I would not even <laughs> be tempted um, to like message, not to like that way he can't message me. Right. Um, so that's done. Um, I'm supposed to be going out for drinks on Friday with someone that I knew back in my college time. So I'm not going to explain how I knew him, but you <laughs> just knew this man. I know the story and it's hilarious. And I think it's so, it, it, you know what? I think it, if anything, it goes to show how things can come right back around. You guys. Don't ever do anything um, wild in your life, okay? Because it's, you're not safe. You're not safe. Lies. Okay? Do not all safe. the things. Just make sure you do them when you're young. Young, And young, I did, young. but it's coming back at me 16 years later. But you know what's so funny? It's like when I read these stories now, and I don't even think I've told you all the things that I've done in my life. Nope. Like. <sighs> Good times. Good times. Freaking times, y'all. But I'm just laughing from like the person you met me as to who I was for a while, you know, right. just very motherly, prudish, just like, mm -hmm. and I just forgot that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what to say. Yeah. So no, I'm kind of. <laughs> I think it's indicative of like as we mature, there are parts of us that change right and so the thing is how do you, do you incorporate that back or do you look at it as a fond memory and be like that was a time and I appreciate the time and you keep moving like you know what I'm saying so it's just a well, matter I'm, of I'm appreciating that time and I'm incorporating some of it back yes I think that's that I'm true. taking back um I'm like I said I'm taking back my inner goddess my mm -hmm. sex positivity um yeah. you know I feel like back when we were in our early 20s like a woman who like enjoyed sex and whatnot we were labeled whore sluts this and that mm -hmm. and then you know I got married and then it wasn't the best marriage and I've like I've come to the conclusion that I'm someone that you know enjoys sex and then um but like I enjoy it with someone that I respect and love and mm -hmm. someone or not even have to like love, but you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. like a mutual respect and that just wasn't in my marriage. So I wasn't right. like giving it my all or enjoying it. Like I would do it just to get it out the way because you know, sure. I, that needs to, but even after a while, like the last few years, it's like, I don't even want you to sit next to me, you know, let alone anything. So, and then right. we kind of had this conversation as well about, you know, with like sex, as long as like the relationship and the respect is there between each other, like it's good. Like, you know, people say, I hate sex and this and that, like, that's not really my jam per se. Right. Um, but um, yeah. So anyways, all that to say, I'm supposed to be going out with them Friday and we'll see how it goes. Like I'm not, again, I'm not looking for anything serious, just fun. Um, I guess I'm kind of having somewhat of a year of a Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Like, you know, someone mm -hmm. asked me to go out. Why not? Yeah. Um, whether they're my type, not my type. Okay. I told you about this. So let's discuss it. I was told that I attract nerds. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. 
Hmm. Some people agreed. It's been about like 60 agree, 60% agree, 40% are doing what you do. I mean, I can see it, but I don't, you don't give me like, I only do the nerd. Mm-hmm. Like there, I can see where they may feel comfortable. Yeah. So then they approach yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, that's what they said. Yeah. They're like, because, yeah, my friend was like, because you're just like so cool that they're shocked that you're talking to them <laughs> and it that, gives them a yeah. boost. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I can see it. But I don't think you exude, I like nerds only. Right. Not at all. I think more if it's just like, she doesn't seem, um, you seem approachable to them. Okay. And then I start talking board games. And, like, and then they're like, oh, 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 then we, we're, we're right in the, we're in the neighborhood. We're in the neighborhood. As opposed to, you know, someone else that might be, which, like, for instance, you know, in my mm-hmm. head, way in the back, I, I would, I would love to be a Megan Thee Stallion. That's, 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 that's my girl. She's on my little okay. altar of, of, of goddesses that, I, I say yes to and like to, you know, pull energy from, not pull energy, but like be inspired, okay? Mm-hmm. Megan is a whole nerd, a, a whole ass nerd. However, most people don't see that when they see her, they think, ooh, sexy, this, that, and the third, but mama likes anime, she's very intelligent, she, you know, does all the mm-hmm. other energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference is like, what does your outlook, like your outside mm-hmm. look like? And if mm-hmm. it's not that prescribed box of like nerddom, then mm-hmm. people automatically just assume that you're not a nerd. And if you are a nerd, you're, you're already like, I'm not trying to get, you know, uh, not chosen. So I'm going to cut down on any uh, rejection if possible and I don't think they read that from you and that's probably why if anything you get quote unquote more nerds is they don't read that you know you'll find them too nerdy or whatever so I don't know why outwardly sexual does not equate to nerddom don't understand um, but if you were out here with the the girls up to your chin and then the booty shorts and all this other stuff, maybe not so much would you pull the nerds. But because you're way more in the middle and you're like, I will show a little skin, but I also like a good board game, um, they feel more comfortable. So, but I think you're probably on the side of they just don't feel intimidated to approach you. I think it's also because I'm a Gemini. And once I'm like talking to someone, I'm into the combo. They think oh, I'm okay. flirting, but I'm not. I'm just into what you're saying. Ah, uh, okay. I don't and when know. You, and when you mean pulling, <laughs> you're talking about like in person, like when they're approaching you. Is that what you're saying? Or is I don't it- know because oh, I don't know because I don't I think I've had a lot of people really approach me yet in person. So <laughs> okay, because that's why I was trying to figure out. Like, are we talking about? Well, okay, I'll say so. The person that I'm supposed to be going out with on Friday, and I say supposed to because they're still supposed to um text me a place to meet um so they'll get back with me I mean no biggie if they don't it's fine um 
and that's another attitude I'm having. I'm like, okay, look, whatever, you know, because I'm tired. I can still go to bed. <laughs> so um, we were talking and we were talking about people's sleeping habits and like how some people are more productive, like when they wake up later, earlier, this and that, and how we need to stop with the judgment of people being morning people. Um, and he was talking about a book that he read. And then I was talking about like Ayurveda and doshas and all of that stuff. And he's like, yeah, you're kind of saying the same thing. And I was just like, yeah, because, you know, my friend, her prime time is from 10 to two. And that's either at 10 at night, 10 in the morning. You know, she sends me a lot of like text messages and I get them like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. She knows I'm not going to respond. But I see them the next morning. I respond then. And I know it's going to take a few hours before I hear a response from her. So, I'm, uh, you know, I was just talking about that. By the way, you're that friend. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, wow, she has another me. No, never. So, um, so anyway, <laughs> so That's so funny. we were just like talking about that. And then they found me on Instagram. And it was like, I started following your business page and following you here. And I was like, by the way, did you ever live in Charleston? And then I was like, wait, you know, my friend, such and such, and we used to like party at their house. Mm. And they're like, yeah, if we should catch up and go have a drink. And I was like, sure. Yes. My number. I gave it to him. And he like messaged me like right away, which I like, I like someone that's like on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it was actually nice. He was just like, do you need any, like how much notification do you need? Do you need the sitter for the boys? Are they good? And I was like, super good. Don't even know when I'm gone half the time. Um, so, okay. Listen, one's 13, one's nine. They both have a game now, please. And one's got a phone. Who's mom? So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, oh, you know, these days are good for me. I can even meet you after like, you know, this, you know, market's done or whatever. So that's kind of how that went to be. So we'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it. It's like no pressure. It's just kind of like nice to just um, go out because I just don't have a lot of free time. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that I need to work on, which by the way, we are going to see each other in less than a month. I know I keep like I'm like it's on my calendar and I'm like must Five, is the concert on Friday or Saturday oh, I think shoot. the concert's on Saturday I hope so because I'm gonna drive down that Friday okay as I know it's on my calendar what I need to do is put that you know the day before that you'll be there so mm-hmm. that way you know, yeah, it's Saturday, May 7th at 8 o'clock. We are going to see Rex Orange County. And I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. I might, like, cry. <laughs> like, I love his music. Um, I'm excited for you. Like, I, I love to see when my, my people are, like, enjoying and doing the thing. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I'm not familiar with the artists. I have listened to some of their songs. You'll enjoy them. I think yeah. you'll enjoy them. Yeah. And it's so... I enjoyed the last oh, one we went to. Yeah, so she I wants revenge. Like, yeah. I know. I'm so glad we're back on our concert fix. You know, we had Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Um, she wants revenge. We did see Chris and her husband. Uh, yeah. Not Chris. Well, Chris's husband perform. We were supposed to see Incubus. Like, we were just going to keep our, like, it was just kind of, we joked about it, but somehow it was working out. We're like, whoop, whoop, our yearly concert together. And now I we're, know. like, back on it post-COVID. I so, um, freaking phone keeps calling. I'm so excited. <laughs> about it um like I said I'll probably be like in tears I probably will be in tears and I'm probably gonna bring a gummy yeah take it <laughs> yeah I'll have the tissue and just hand it to you oh my god but it's so funny because he's got like such like a great like he's like soulful and what he sings about but he, like mm-hmm. if you see him he's just like white boy t-shirt <laughs> like young Look. 
it, it reminds me of um, Mac Ayers. I really like Mac Ayers, and he very much just what I call like that relaxed California cool type vibe. And he is just some random little white boy with a bass. I think it's a Mac Ayers? M A C and then Ayers, A Y E R S. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll have to check him out. Yeah. I really, really enjoy his music. I would have seen him. Oh my God. He was born in 96. <sighs> right? Girl. Wow. That's all I have to say. But anyway, um, I'm excited. You get to come see me. We get to hang out. So we're going to go to the spa. We are going to go to the spa. Yes, we are going to go to the spa. And maybe I can arrange for you to meet someone. <laughs> I so, told you I had an extra ticket, but she said, no, it's girls night. So I said, all right. Yeah, it's girls night. <laughs> <laughs> it's girls night. Unless you decide, like, unless you want to be like, nah, it's girls night. Anyway. Say all that to say. No, I don't care. Um, I had to buy three tickets because um, the seating I wanted had three spots left and I tried to grab two. They're like, don't leave one empty. And I was like, I hate you. that shit. But oh, I was like, whatever, whatever. That's fine. We'll, do, we'll have a little space to like- Move and groove. Do our thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Move and groove. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, concert. So again, I'm trying to do stuff like that more like free time, social time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like life has to be like huge, big moments, just like taking little moments when you can here and there. Yeah. Um, just because I've been missing out on that a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I always tell people like I'm busy, but I don't have a lot of free time. A lot of the stuff that I'm doing is just work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I even feel like to some point, like, you mean, this podcast is work, you know, mm-hmm. this okay. isn't like, this isn't fun. I mean, you know what I mean? It's fun. Yeah, no, but, I do. You know, I it's do. not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's work. There, there is work yeah. behind it. So I get it. Absolutely. So what about you? So we got concerts coming up. Uh-huh. Uh, we um, have people that we are being interested. Oh, yeah. So people that I'm re-meeting. Re-meeting. Um, and I love how when I told you this story, all I get from these boxer that goes, I love this. <laughs> and that's it. That was it. That was it. I also just it hurt to be like, wow, Shanika, like, really? This is like, <laughs> because, like I said, the journal that, like, the Shanika y'all know now compared to the Shanika I used to be. <laughs> no, no, no. I had fun and I need to get back to that. That's the other part. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we, we, we were out here, like, I keep thinking, like, <laughs> anyway. Um, I can't drink I, like I used to because girl, you know, I cannot either, and it I, is tearing me up. I don't want to, honestly, because first of all, that shit's expensive. That is the other thing, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, yeah, okay. I'm well, we'll have to talk. We'll have to talk about that later. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, excuse me. We're not paying. Um, hold on but one still, second. I, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Okay, well, I'm, um, you know, trying to get to the point where other people are paying for my drinks. Yes. Even if they are paying for my drinks, I'm still a lightweight, okay? That's um, same. So, anyways. Right now, I am, like, super. Look, I may not get you 
on the drinks, but honey, I will kill them pockets on some food. Don't play with your girl. Okay. Well, yeah. You know. Oh my God. Speaking of drinks, you guys. First of all, why has it been so hard to order a Corona? No one sells Coronas anymore. I'm so sick and tired of the craft beer explosion. I am an early 2000s gal. Give me a Corona with a lime wedged inside, okay? Boone's Farm raised me. Oh my God. Okay. Ah, ah. I remember one time I drank like some Boone's Farm and went to history class. Oh, God, you Yay. guys. You know, we were, it was a different time. We were different people. There are times I look back and be like, you were a bad bitch. You just didn't know. I know. And we need to, like, we need to bring a little bit of that back. And I feel like I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it that goddess energy. You know, you got to bring the goddess energy out. Um, Remind So, yeah. It's so hard to find a Corona. All the restaurants now, they want to do a craft beer or something. Well, we've got something similar to it. Like, no, you no, don't. don't. You don't have, no, you don't. Just give no, me a Corona, don't. one line. Um, even the dive bar, even the dive bar didn't have it. But I tell you what, I forgot those dive bars. The, tr- the drinks are cheap and the pours are heavy. Girl, That's did you see the video of me and my friend walking down the street singing? I Actually, I don't think I did. Or maybe I did. I think I made. We were singing, um, singing Oxford Comma. Oh, gosh, yes. I was like, if these ain't some... Who? What? Why? I didn't even know that song existed. I was like, what is this? You don't know the Empire Weekend? Mm-mm, I really didn't listen to them. Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't know? I thought you listened to Vampire Weekend. I mean, I might have listened to like one or two songs, like if it was popular, but I didn't like, I'm not a, I haven't listened to their whole catalog or anything like that. So. Oh my God. Okay. If they ever go on concert, we're seeing them. The lead singer, he dates Rashida Jones. Oh. And they have a child together. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, the first drink was a vodka soda. It might as well just been a vodka. The second, the second drink was Palomas because I've been recently oh, put on to Palomas by so um, another friend group. Mm-hmm. And um, they're so delish. And yeah. this one was like a Paloma soda and it was great. And it was just like two drinks. And that was that because, you know, I really do enjoy drinking red wine. I love the feel of that. But red wine, it spoils quick and I just cannot do a whole bottle. And yeah. it just makes me sleepy. And I've never been down with white wine, so I'm not going to try to go there. So, I mean, I'm just, I think I am going to have to just go back to liquor. Oh my God. I still like freaking, I'm actually, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not even joke about that because I know what that's like. But yeah. like, I, but I'm justifying this is why I'm going to the hard liquor because <laughs> it doesn't, well, it doesn't expire. And then so like, I usually have like a kombucha that I'm brewing or some ginger beer. So I can do like a tequila or a rum and do like a splash of ginger and still make it be pretty low color caloric caloric you know what I mean because I'm also trying to like watch my sugar and stuff I'm gonna actually I was gonna lean into this snacks I'm gonna start hitting up two times a week with my trainer because my birthday is in exactly eight weeks that's right and it's so funny in the past couple weeks it's like people are like oh my god have you lost weight this and that which like makes me feel good but then sometimes I'm like I wish people wouldn't comment on my body because I still you know certain times when I don't feel so great about it um but I mean, I have noticed a difference. I'm trying to like clean up, you know, like my diet, what I'm eating, what I'm snacking. I have to up my protein so flipping much, like mm-hmm. just protein on protein on protein. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, we were walking down the street, 
singing and singing and walking um, after a couple of drinks at the local dive bar. But anyways, it's like really hard to find a Corona and I just want a Corona. I might even just have to go to the grocery store and get like the Corona, the Coronitas, like the tiny ones or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause my friend, he showed me a way to do it. Like he takes the lime and like rubs it on the rim and the neck and then shakes, put some salt on it. So then you lick and sip and it is divine. That's nice. Divine. Okay. Divine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, there is, um, there is a wine saving system. I have it. It's called Corvin. Um, it's, it sounds mad bougie because it is, but that joint (laughs) works. It works y'all. Um, you know, I've always told you you're a bit of like a wine connoisseur and that you could totally be a wine influencer, but I know. And I keep like, it's not. okay. Hey, you know, there's a, reason <laughs> there's a reason in a season. I keep not. Um, I see like the wine girlies and the wine guys, they're out there, and I'm just like, oh. Whatever floats your boat, babe. I know, right? Um, I'll interject it in my 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 personal stuff. So how about that? Okay. But um, the Corvin has been saving lives. I use that for a lot of my reds. Um, because like you, you know, I'm not drinking them all the time. And some of my reds, they're really good with food and like certain type of food. And if I'm not cooking that food, there's no need for me to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, it keeps it for a while. So like, there's a couple of reds that I actually need to go ahead and uh, handle because mm-hmm. um, when I cork, when well, I cork them, when I corbin them, it was a while ago, but they keep for like ever, like you can do this for years and stuff. Um, and you can keep it in the fridge. You can keep them somewhere else. Um, but basically all the Corbin does is it uses a needle to go into the cork. The cork never leaves the bottle. And then it uses uh, pressurized gas to push the wine through the needle and out the spout. So it helps to preserve the wine. And then when you remove the Corbin from the bottle, it self-seals, the cork does. So then mm-hmm. there's no air going back into it. So it's really dope. I have one, highly recommend it. Um, excuse me. And now they have a new one. Ha ha ha. That's for sparkling wine. And I'm like, bitch. Say hmm. less. Because I love champagne. Um, but the thing with champagne is once you open it, you got to drink it. And like, mm-hmm. I don't ever think to drink it early enough in the day to where I would have quote unquote all day to drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I'm getting like super lit at like four or five o'clock and gotta like chug it before I go to bed. And now a bottle of wine is a good, like even the champagne is good um, amount of liquor. Oh yeah. And so now they have one for sparkling wine. So I'm gonna check that out and be like, hey yo, this is what I want. Um, I say all that to say that might be helpful in the future if you do want to continue drinking reds or any type, you know, wines. So mm-hmm. it allows you to not have to feel pressured to finish. Yeah. Wine. But then also right. like the, the reds that I like, they're not like crazy expensive. So I'm, I don't feel like I'm wasting anyways. If I oh, have okay. to pour some out, it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, you can cook with so them that's what I use. Huh? Cook with them. Oh, there you go. That's true. Dashnika, come on. Um, next time I'll do that. Just like marinate a steak in it or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
ooh, I wonder how that'd be with um, like some wine and some ghee. I've been making my own ghee again, which I really loved. Um, so I'll, I'll look into that. It's really but, good with um, meaty stuff like portobello mushrooms and stuff. I've done that before. Mm-hmm, it's cooked mm-hmm. it down, like you reduce it and then put the mushrooms yeah. in them. Oh my god! I made this like really yummy um, ginger honey sauce because um, my dad had taken out some pork chops and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go play some poker, so I'm not gonna have time." So <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I'll cook them." And so I didn't want to just do just like pork chops regularly, so I looked up a mm-hmm. recipe and just kind of like you know, kind of made it my own thing. But yeah, um, I used like vinegar, so I could use like red wine and that to cook it down. Um, was that garlic, some honey, like a cup of water, and just mixed it, and like it was beautiful. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So like when my mom came home, she had tried some. Um, she enjoyed it. So um, yeah, I'll just do that next time. I'll just cook with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else is going on. I'm like, you know, it's getting hot. So I'm tending to my garden again. This time I'm only doing herbs to kind of start my apothecary because I um, am just going to grow stuff that I can use like in my business. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a herbalism course online as oh, that's right. thing to add it to my repertoire. And then I like filled out the application. I haven't submitted it yet, but I'm looking into going back to school possibly just to get just like a two-year degree in psychology. Mm. So Yeah. <laughs> Need some busy bitches. A good busy though. A good yeah. busy. A good busy. Yeah. I I just kind of um I guess I if I yeah if I look back I probably should just study that and um, mm-hmm. anthropology which actually I do enjoy it but I don't know like those type of um it's very um white centric yeah um, and who you know with those type of professions so. But I think anyway. now you have the ability to be more intentional and mm-hmm. able to utilize it in the way that you want to instead of yeah. having it to be so focused on uh, academia or whatever. It's like yeah. You can control the academia then which you want to study and focus Absolutely. and center. Yeah. Because even if I do go back, I don't think I want to like necessarily like take clients and have like sessions. I kind of just want to apply it to like everything else that I'm already like doing right now. Understood. But just kind of having that, that degree to like have behind it for a little bit more like oomph. So. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 But yeah. And I mean, of course, we're going to continue with the podcast and we have, um, Shanika has some people that she definitely mm-hmm. wants to bring on and doing some mm-hmm. stuff during the summer and likewise. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout. At, just looking at how Outflow is messing with my face this uh, week. Yeah, um, real talk. What? Like coming back. So I wish I could have bottled up the water for my trip because my skin has been so great since I came back. Oh my God, we did not even talk about your trip and how you were at some place doing karaoke, twerking your ass off and having a best life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh yeah. So I went to El Salvador and to um, Costa Rica last month and had a wonderful week away it was what I needed so desperately um before the pandemic I would do an international trip at least once a year 
and I, it's like my battery recharge, you know, I just get a break from living in the United States and dealing with the constant thing that is being, you know, a black woman here in the United States. And for once, just to be like, I am a woman who happens to be American and is black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's amazing the the rearrangement and the shift. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, the trip, um, the El Salvador trip was hosted through um, Dr. Kiona. She has a a travel company called Travel Like a Cuban. Um, And they hosted the whole thing. They're like a cultural bridge to the local community in which all the trips are. So the trips are curated and they use locals to actually conduct the trip, the tours. So all our tour guides were El Salvadorian. Um, Everybody that we interacted with were El Salvadorian. When we went to restaurants, they were owned by El Salvadorians. Like, you know, so you're truly honest and putting money back into the community in which you're visiting and you got to get to see our impact it was super dope um it was a lot because it was four days and y'all we did so much stuff in those four days I had to take the itinerary with me because I knew I was going to forget I mean Mm. and the biggest thing was I am not a morning person I don't try to be I was up every day no later than 6 6 30 holy crap up not I'm waking up oh uh, my god like stepping out the shower or walking to the bathroom up and on somebody's uh bus by seven to eight o'clock in the morning every day every day the only thing that saved me is because I'm on east coast time and it's central time there and uh, they also don't do daylight savings so that worked to my advantage so it didn't feel as horrible, but yo, there were a couple of times I was up by like 4 5 o'clock in the morning because we had like an early call time to start doing stuff. Um, <laughs> and then, but we would be partying till midnight. And I'm like, who? No, you're dealing with the, with the late 30 gang. We don't, that energy don't last like that. Um, but I was so happy, so much fun. I got to do one of the things I've always wanted to do, which is learn how to surf. I am not a surfer, but I'm very interested and I definitely want to do it again. Um, and it definitely made me want to get better at my swim, swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Costa Rica was amazing. I got to hang out with my friend who lives there, down there right now. Um, and we got just to hang out and do stuff. We went to a hot springs. She took me to a waterfall. Um, I got to see some beaches, get in on boat. We just had a bomb time. We had a really bomb time. I was very happy to get that reprieve and that break. And I was also happy to come home, which usually is not the case. I was like, you know what? I'm ready to go home. I, I've, I have done the things. I have rested. And when I came home, I was mad appreciative. So I say it was a wonderful trip. I cannot wait to go back. Um, I definitely had some people who were like, be careful, be, you know, down there. Cause it can be, you know, El Salvador in particularly. And it was, what was so wild was like, right after we left, probably about a week or two after we left, they had this Mm -hmm. big incident. It was in, it got into the New York times and cause they do have gang violence down there. But my thing was when I was talking to people, I was like, we have gang violence here. We have state sanctioned violence here. Yeah, but you don't know, like, what their stuff is compared to, like, 
Right. So their stuff is, and it's also a smaller country because their country is probably the size of like one of our smaller states, like maybe, I don't know, like Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, something like that. It's not a big country. Uh, At the same time, people can cause a whole havoc because of how things are. So, you know, I don't put it past them. At the same time, I'm like, I put it, I put it in a certain type of light of the U.S. is not as safe as it likes to parade itself. And at the same time, there are other countries where I have felt more safe with their violence than here in my home country, in the city I live in. So you put it in perspective. Now, as long as you ain't out here being weird and dumb and reckless, you're fine. I was also in a group. So there's that part. Now, would I go down there by myself? No. And the reason why is because I don't know Spanish like that. If I had a better handling of Spanish, I would totally go on my own Um, because the country is definitely more Spanish focused. I mean, if you're in larger Mm -hmm. areas where a lot of tourists go, like where we were in El Tunco, Mm -hmm. people speak, speak English. But the moment you leave those type of areas, which is where all the fun happens, um, Spanish is, is there and there's not as much English speakers. So if I knew Spanish better, I would definitely go on my own, but I also know where I would stay. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Costa Rica, I had no problem. My girl, I didn't want to work with them. Um, but yeah, so I want to sign up on another tour. She's doing one where she's cultivating it now, being Honduras. And I've always wanted, like Central America oh, okay. a lot. And mm-hmm. I want to go and experience, but those are like, those are countries where it's better to have a contact so you know how to navigate them. And in that way, if you want to go back, you have an entryway. So mm-hmm. also, like I said, my Spanish is trash. Um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, I don't know what was in the water down there. Maybe it's all the salt. couldn't tell you but my skin loved it and like real talk I have not I had a whole cycle since I've been back no breakout wow one so the waters have purified my skin I wish I could like bottle it and bring it back because I mean girl good stuff anyway had the best this time can't wait to go for my next vacation and uh yeah yeah but I was on a beach at a beach club twerking in your life getting my whole life I don't even know what song it was it was so funny because one of the one of the nights that we were there was my quote-unquote last night which was Sunday night we went all out for drinks and this song came on and we're dancing or whatever and I start dancing and one of the girls was like oh my gosh it's moving in a circle and I was like, shut up, it is. And she's like, <laughs> I was like, I've been practicing that for months. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, I'm getting closer. I, I tell you, I will not leave this city until I learn how to twerk. I refuse, I refuse, I refuse. I need to learn how to skate and how to twerk. And then I can be like- Skate? Yeah, skate. Mm-hmm. Like roller skate? Mm-hmm. 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 I've never yeah. cared for roller skating. I've always preferred roller blading. I can't do either. Oh. 
Well, I can't twerk, so it's okay. You know, we all have our um, albatrosses. To... Listen, I was like, I got all this behind. I need to learn how to throw it in a circle. Well, I'm getting it behind. I'm getting one, so I need to learn too. Girl, at least a it's parallelogram like it... or a quadrahedron. Something. Well, I, can, I think I can do a little something. I need to stop underestimating myself. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. <sighs> All right. So we said we were going to keep this quick, but look, we're already like already an hour in. So um, on that note, we're going to end it. Yes. Thank you guys for um, this little catch up that we did. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, just look forward to us. You know, like we usually take our summer break, but um, I believe I'm going to keep going. Um, like yeah. I said, Paige, we're going to talk about some movies and whatnot. Um, of our past that we've enjoyed and many other people did not enjoy. She wants to talk about showgirls. So we're going to talk. Wow. I might have to join you on that one. <laughs> Versace, we're your best Versace. <laughs> Lois, she's going to have me watch showgirls just so we could talk about showgirls. Cause I remember watching it and going. I remember that was like a coveted role. Right? It was a huge role. And I'm like, that movie. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> okay. We'll be, we'll be talking about that. So yeah, you okay. guys, thanks so much for tuning in and listening and all that jazz. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know where to go anymore. All right. And until next time, friends. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, subscribe, review, share with your friends. Check us out at selfcreatedpodcast.com. Email us selfcreatedpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can listen to Self Created Podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen.